You're listening to the 76th Street Network. For this and many other great shows, go to 76thstreetnetwork.com. Love you, Tony. Ew, ew, ew. 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 Yeah. Hold me like a river Jordan, and I will then say to thee, you were my friend. Carry me like you were my brother, love me like a mother. Hello everybody and welcome to Dropping Loads. Like always, I'm Milky Way. Pouch. And with us, we have a very special guest today, uh, Jeremiah from Bombad Radio. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty darn good. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your... Well, first let me explain that uh, Bombad Radio is a podcast in our podcast. podcast network the 76th street network and um just how did you get started and what's your podcast about tell us a little bit about it oh well my podcast is well we'll just say it's a geek podcast it's basically what everyone want to talk about and so i like talking to um voice actors to uh authors to actors to composers even um it's basically anything I want to talk about, we talk about. And, you know, we've had some of the biggest voice actors in the business on there. A lot of Clone Wars actors, Dragon Ball Z actors, a lot of really big authors. And so uh, it started a couple of years ago when there was an opportunity to arise to start a podcast for a website I was part of. And uh, you know, they wanted someone to start it. And I've loved radio all my life. I've loved dramatized audio books. Uh, you know, I-, I loved radio and I wanted to do it. And so I jumped on it and... Uh, started up and now two and a half years later well it's still going and arguably much bigger and better than it ever was before great uh one of your um latest episodes you had sam whitwer how did you do to get uh guests such as him get guests like him yeah uh it all starts by getting a good reputation um i have a pretty decent reputation with a lot of publicists and different companies yeah um because i started on the bottom actually my first guest was actually james arnold taylor which is a pretty darn big guest um, he does lots lots of voice work. You'd recognize his voice. But uh, if you have a good reputation and you know how to be very polite when you ask publicists and ask them and you know how to name drop properly, <laughs> you can get guests like Sam. Like Sam Whitwer, I've worked on it for about a year or so. Um, I actually asked him personally. He's on Facebook. I actually went up and asked him on Facebook about it. And then uh, he sent me to his agent and his agent took time. And then we set it up and we got 15 minutes. But uh, it's a good it's a good foot in the door. But yeah, basically, if you get to know publicists, get to know managers and get to know how to talk to them and you know how to promote your show, like, you know, don't just say, you know, like you would a text, you don't just say, hey, man, want to be on my show. Uh, you know, talk about your show, say how many listeners you have, what type of guests you've had, what you, what you'd want to talk about. The last thing guests want to do is be trapped. They don't want to be, you know, ambushed by a, you know, question about something they can't talk about. Yeah. And so, you know, as long as you're open and you you keep to what you say and keep a good reputation, you can get a lot of good guests. Like for example, right now, um, Wishes of the Coast, they will send, they will let us talk to any of their authors um, for Forgotten Realms and so on. It's because we have a very good reputation with them and we've worked with them quite a lot. So, it just be nice, be polite and professional, and they will they will come to you. Oh, that's great. Um, do you usually do your podcast by yourself, or do you s- switch around co-hosts? How does that work? I have a, I have a co-host. Um, his name is James. He's not with me all the time on interviews because our work schedules are uh, inversed. 
he he works during the day like normal hours and i work 2 30 to 11 almost every single day our, our schedules don't always match up with interviews like with celebrities you, they don't you can't bend them to your schedule they have you have to bend to theirs yeah and so uh Sometimes they'll just tell me we have 20 minutes right now and we do an interview. And so he's not always with me on interviews. He was with he was with me on Sam, and he's usually with me for all discussion and so on. But for the most part, I do most interviews myself just because I bend it around my schedule because I record things. Um, I'm just wondering, like, how did you start promoting your podcast and what's a good number of listeners that you would, would get uh, these publicists and managers actually interested and in not just brushing you off and dismissing you completely? Well, um, first of all, it depends on the it depends on the actor. Like for example, as I said, James Arnold Taylor is my first one, and uh, he's a very well known and loved voice actor. And but he's willing to talk to fans. So some people like Dave Fenoy and others are just willing to talk to fans as you know they just they just like it. For for bigger ones, basically, um, like with Sam, I mentioned how I had Natalie Cox on, who was his co-star in The Force Unleashed. I mentioned how I've had other Star Wars people like Richard Parmentier and and others. And those names alone are pretty pretty good. And then what they do is to go look at your podcast and you know make sure it's not one that gets like you know six up six downloads an episode. So what you're saying the is average, that we wouldn't get a guest if you get if you get six <laughs> downloads an episode. I think I'm worth at least ten. Oh yeah, probably. Um, do it. But they'll just look at because fifty uh, percent of podcasts. I learned this from actually podcasting one hundred and one. Is fifty uh, percent of podcasts get under one hundred and seventy episodes? Um, I mean downloads an episode. And this is like after a month. And so if you're above the 50% mark, they're usually pretty good. Um, and how do I promote it? Um, I do Facebook, though. I found out the best is uh, Twitter. Twitter's easily the best for promoting podcasts I don't know, I feel like and contacting guests and so on. Sorry. I feel like when it comes to like um, if social media, it's hard to get people to care because like the problem i've i've had is that I, you know i promote on my facebook i prefer i promote sometimes on twitter our our twitter is obviously linked to our facebook and no one really gives a shit facebook it's harder to grow because in facebook honestly if you put a link on facebook what will happen is facebook blocks it as spam so only people that look directly at your site will see that link it won't just go on their wall most of the time unless they have their uh filters off it'll only go on maybe 10 percent of your followers wall so in order to see it, they have to go directly on on the, the wall, I mean, on on your page. While Twitter, everyone can see it in their feed, and lots of people, you know, favorite it and then share it. And on Twitter, those shares are worth a lot. Mm, I see. That's um, one thing we lack. I think, oh, Twitter. We're barely on Twitter. One thing that they, um, I was actually told by one of our guest managers was every, I think it's every hundred followers is potentially on Twitter is worth um, potentially ten thousand. Because of the way they share, Facebook it's not worth that much. It's like a thousand is worth ten thousand. It's because people don't share as much, and not as many people see it. And Twitter, of course, is a lot easier to get in contact with professionals with you know a lot of the bigger sites because they they they're willing to share stuff for you. Okay, so basically, um, for the most part, you just go up to uh, these managers and these publicists, and you just you just ask them outright. There's no there's no bureaucratic process you have to get through to get to them. Usually, um, if you or just if you find an a voice actor. Most of their pages are run by their managers, or they'll refer you straight to their manager, which is just an email usually. The other thing is, if you go to their pages and it says they're represented by, say, uh, I can't remember, like LA Talent Agency, you go to LA Talent Agency's website and go to their, find the email of, you know, their contact email, go through them. Sometimes people will take a long time. Like for example, there's an author named uh, Timothy Zahn. He's a really, really big Star Wars author. He uh, took a year and a half to get to. Um, I, have, I was in contact with his manager and is just trying to find the right time and his availability and our availability. 
and it took a year and a half. So you have to be patient. But yeah, usually just find their managers and contact them. Sometimes, like we had Gideon Emery recently, he took four months to respond back, and that happens. Jennifer Hale, who was in Mass Effect, took four months to respond back, and she responded and says, I can do this right now. Oh, wow. So you just pretty and, much got to contact them, be patient, and then be ready to go the moment they contact you? Yeah, and as soon as someone responds, don't instantly put them on the schedule saying, they're going to be on a show next week. Yeah. Because <laughs> it can take a while. It, it can, you know, sometimes they'll respond and it'll take you several months to actually get it to happen. But, and once it starts happening, it's it's a lot easier to get more. The more guests you get, the, the easier it is to get even more. So, I mean, right now we're having like um, average 60 downloads according to our um, our, our feed. Uh, do you think that's uh, enough? Do you you should have a little more than that. You should have a little more than that because you're on the, the network feed, aren't you? Well, I mean, right now we look at like our direct downloads on our um, on our on our website that we um, that we upload directly to, and we're getting like sixty per episode. And how much are you getting for the feed? I haven't taken a look at the feed generally, but I usually just take a look at each episode. Well, what I see when when I look at feed hits, those are about three hundred a day. So okay, because the feed is how many subscribers you have, how many people are subscribed to your feed. Mm Mm-hmm. And down direct downloads are how many people go to your Podbean site and download it directly. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I see. So that's who. Yeah, the, the the problem is like figuring out your iTunes downloads and things like that. How does that work? That's what the feed is. The feed hits is the number of people that are subscribed to your RSS feed. So that can be um, iTunes. It can be people that subscribe directly to Podbean. It's number of hits per day that your thing gets. Oh, I see. Let's see how that works. So, Jeremiah, you ready to get to some weird news? Oh yes! <laughs> All right. Do so we have wait? Do we have any weird Star Wars news? Uh, fuck! I should have looked for that. <laughs> I really should have. Right. You oh, have the weird damn, Amazon news. What happened? You have the weird Amazon news. There's a weird Amazon. There's news? a weird Amazon news. They announced it yesterday in their their their, their shareholders meeting. Oh. Starting okay, I'll tell you. In a year, <laughs> because they had to get it approved. They had to get it approved first uh-huh. by the government. In a year, they're going to start delivering. Your Amazon orders v- to you <clears throat> via helicopter drone <laughs> takes 30 minutes to deliver it anywhere in the U.S. via helicopter drone from Amazon itself. No way! Is, is this is this for real? They announced this yesterday. Holy! Wait, so wait, how does how much is that going to cost for shipping then? I don't care. I'm going to get it delivered to me with a helicopter drone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he's on the pod for like 15 minutes, and he has a better story than all my fucking stories. <laughs> I recorded this morning with my own podcast, and so we saw this on the news, and we're like, um, Amazon drones? How does, okay. Well, how does that work? Like, how does a drone drop? The, like, is anyone in this drone? Like, what's... No, no, no. These are little helicopter drones that look like those beanie hats. Uh-huh. It can deliver, it'll deliver an order um, in 30 minutes or less, as long as it's less than um, five pounds. Oh, I see. Because, uh, you know, it's not going to deliver a fridge. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what if I order a TV, you know? Um, we'll deliver that. So I'm guessing it just comes up by and just drops it from your front door and goes? Yep. Um, I actually just sent you the link in the chat with the, the video, but yeah, have a look at that. Yeah, it's they announced it yesterday, and um, Amazon already has Sunday deliveries where no other company in the world does. So, uh, yeah, they're going to get drone-delivered Amazon packages. I don't know. It, there's something scary about this, though. I feel like those can be so inter- intercepted so easily. Well, how many people are going to try to steal their drones? <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> how much are they going to charge you if they steal your drones? What if I live in a bad part of Miami? Um, 
Amazon, of course, are smart enough not to deliver where they can't deliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. This is just there's something too scary about this, at least to me. I don't know. Uh, then I think Skynet's it's kind of awesome. gonna start taking over. No, man. I can't have that Skynet thing Sky happening. Skynet? Are you serious? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, should we start officially? Yes. Let's get with your news. Right. It's do your news, yes. Right. Well, <laughs> well, there's there's a theme song. Yeah, play the theme song. Do 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 do. Get a load of this. Ah, that was pre-recorded, by the way, if you asked. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, as it's pretty self-explanatory, basically, I just grab a bunch of weird news and we talk about. It. I have uh, a few semi-recurring segments, uh, but we'll get to them uh, towards the end of the segment. The first one is from ShanghaiDaily.com. Uh, it's written by Zen Xiaoli. I don't know why I even tried to pronounce that. Basically, well, let me just read the headline: Dandelion growing in ear canal of tot removed by surgeon. What the fuck? Apparently, um, dandelions have the tendency to be able to grow anywhere. So a seed went up this little toddler's ear and grew in there. Was so full-blown dandelion was pulled out of her ear. Was there? Ew. Was there dirt in there? I don't know, honestly. How dirty was this child? I. It just. I mean, I'd imagine like they were just out, and then the seed just flew in there. And um, let me see if I get the right story here. Yeah, a seed fell into their daughter's left ear. And um, they didn't think anything was wrong. They just thought, okay, it's just a fucking seed, apparently. Yeah. So they would not want to take out the seed? When I think about it, it's kind of neglectful. <laughs> but yeah, Well, they, they, if you think about it, like, you, you inhale stuff all the time. And it's not like when you know, eat a spider, you're going to get spiders growing in your stomach. Or know, you, know, you eat an apple seed, you're going to get apples growing in your stomach. Yeah, but so like, there's a lot of digestion going on. Yeah, when it's you different eat something. when it's your ear, though. This is your ear. It, if it, something goes in your ear, it doesn't go anywhere else. Like, for example, if you eat something, then you're going to digest it, and it's going to be out of your system exactly. eventually. But it's an ear. Your ear. But you think it, you know they'd clean their ear and you know shower. I don't. I don't think they do that. Apparently, if you shower. There. If you shower the water, you know, get stuff out of it. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, in this case, I guess not, because it flew into her, their daughter's ear four months ago, so it grew into a full-blown flower. Uh. The kid was only like 12, 16 months old when they had to surgically remove it. It was it was a full okay. dandelion. <laughs> the only reason why yeah. they noticed is because she kept scratching in her ear and shit like that. <laughs> I like how Jeremiah's reaction is, ew. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I don't know. I think just this kid was. Neg- how do you? I guess they must have never noticed. Until it started growing, maybe. Because there's no way that a seed goes in your baby's ear. And you're okay and you, with you're it. Okay with exactly. it and you're going to try to get it out. When I was reading it, I was like, yeah, whatever. It could happen to anyone. Then I read, I read it a little bit further. I'm like, they're kind of neglectful. That That's something that calls for an alarm. Most most parents, um, they, they go apeshit when anything little happens yeah. to their child. I mean, uh, Jeremiah, are you a dad? Um, I will be in March. Oh, congrats. Yeah, seriously. Um, so wouldn't you freak out if a seed went into your child's ear? If I saw it, yeah. Now, now I would. <laughs> <laughs> Having not heard this story prior, <laughs> um, I'd I'd probably just like a bathe. Yeah. Okay. Pretty right. much. And if you bathe, yes, hopefully you clean your body well enough to get stuff out of your ears. Exactly. Hopefully. Well, it was this like a I guess very poor family or anything like that. It doesn't quite give too much information about the family. I just they just. 
paid it no mind, it seems. Like, that's what the article's getting to. They just paid it no mind. They thought everything was okay. And then four months later, they see that she's scratching relentlessly at her ear. Like, obviously, something's wrong. So they went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, there's a fucking dandelion in your daughter's ear. I wonder what else you could grow in your ear. I mean, when a spider uh, crawls up in your ear, apparently you can lay eggs or some shit like yes, that. Yes, so. in your ear, I think you yeah. could. Yeah. I've seen spiders lay eggs in people's toes, so... I've also seen giant larvas like attached to your skull, and you can't do anything about it till it hatches. Ew! Oh, wow. You mean I can tell you that story? I have a. Yeah, I, I lived in the Caribbean for a few years. Uh-huh. And there's nasty things there. And uh, one of my <laughs> friends went out went out night, and um, he came back, and like the next day, he had like this golf ball on the back of his head, and it was moving, Ew. like pulsating. And so we go to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Um, we can't do anything about that yet." And we're like, "Ugh." He says, come back in a month. So we came back in a month, and what he did is he just slid open the back, and this larva, like the size of my thumb, just fell out of his head. Like, it was on the skull, so it's not like it's, like, burrowed under his brain. Okay. Fell off his skull and just started scooting away on the ground. Holy fuck. And this doesn't, like, does this affect you in any way after it comes out? Like, does it leave anything behind or anything like that? Not really, other than, you know, mental scarring. <laughs> That's important. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Holy so I guess fuck. that's the end of this story. I'm, oh. I'm just getting upstaged here, man. I don't, I don't know if we want to like give, bring him back on again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll, 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 be, I'll be nicer. <laughs> or just be less interesting, man. <laughs> I've just lived in lots of places. <laughs> um, well, how did you end up in Utah? Sorry to ask that. Cheap school. Okay. Oh, that works. And yeah. Now I'm still here because my wife's still in school, so we're stuck here for another year or so. What, where are you from originally? I was born in Alaska. My mom's a Kiwi, and I've lived in, in seven countries. Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> I'm officially a citizen of New Zealand and Alaska, in the uh, U.S., oh, wow. so I can go lots of places. Dual citizenship. Yep. Um, all right, let's move on to the next article. Uh, we have a segment here called The Florida Man play what's the florida man what's he doing today is the florida man what's he doing today um being that you know you've been a bunch of places um i'm sure you've heard the stereotype of the florida man and how uh, how he gets himself into really stupid things stupid situations um yes actually i have yes have you ever been to florida i've been to florida twice well three times did you witness a lot of stupid people twice was in orlando Yes. <laughs> Once is in Miami. Yes. Yeah, we're from Miami. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of stupid people down here. Well, yeah. It looks so... like Cuba. Oh, I'm sorry? What was that? He said it looks like Cuba. Miami? Yes. Oh, parts. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely parts that are like, uh, I guess. The orange the orange tile roofs. Uh-huh. Brightly colored houses. Yeah. Cubans. Hey, there's a town right here called uh, the city. Called Hialeah. Oh, okay. And it's filled with nobody speaks English there. Pretty much a section of Cuba. <laughs> What'd you say? All right. Well, um, a few months ago, we had one of my old high school friends, Paul, on the podcast, and uh, we were just discussing our weird news like usual. And he goes, "If you want something crazy, just Google Florida Man." And we came up with so many articles. And since then, I just made it a recurring segment. Well, all we do is discuss how stupid the Florida Man is, even though we are Florida Man. <laughs> well, all right. The first one is in the Keys, you know, where most old people go to live out the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Before um, they get killed by a hurricane. Yeah, that's true. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Jesus toenails being sold from Key Largo on eBay. The fuck's a Jesus toenail? Toenails from Jesus. Clipped from <laughs> Jesus's fucking divine feet. What? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, Jesus toenails never grew. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. It was. I figured he's the son of God. He's human too, isn't he? Well, I guess was. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's this the owner apparently. You know, he put up he put it up on eBay for ninety nine cents, and um, he has a very interesting story attached to it on the eBay listing. Uh, he says, while traveling through Europe, I went to see Ysir, or as Americans like to call them, Psychic. I stayed in Germany for a couple of months and decided to travel. I found myself in a little border town in the Czech Republic. This short little older woman, whom appeared to be about 150 years old, I don't know how you can estimate that age, but alright, popped out of a doorway and grabbed my hand, scared scared the bajabbers out of me. Okay. Then she pulled me into a dilapidated doorway and said she had a gift for me. As I held out my hand and looked into her gray eyes, I noticed moles on the side of her face and hair sticking out of them. Apparently, that's how you can tell they're very, very old. Then she proceeded to tell me what they were. I figured they could not be real because it's not like I could get a DNA, DNA test on them. Who would, I, who would I ask? God? He wants to give it to somebody that would actually treasure them. How much is it going for now? Is people actually bidding There's no them? fucking link to it. <laughs> I oh. can't find the link to the eBay listing. Is this even real? I hope so. So it's called Jesus Toenails? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Jesus Toenails. Damn it. They must have pulled it off. I can't find it. How, you have any luck here, Maya? Uh, I see it on time. Oh, Let's so this see. is legit news. <laughs> yeah, it's on time. Because it's on time? Because it's on time. I don't know. I think just someone's crazy. All right, if someone walks up to you and says, these are Jesus Toenails, you're just going to believe it? Just because she looks like she's 150? Uh -huh, apparently so. Like, I don't know. Maybe they see the Virgin Mary in them. And her gray <laughs> eyes and moles. Well, people have gone crazy because they think they see, like, Jesus on toast or Jesus on trees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. But this, like, you don't see Jesus. Here they are. What's oh, that? You can buy them now for $17. Wait, where, wait, where <laughs> is it? Where is it? I can't find it. Was it on that Time article you were talking about? Yeah. I like how Jesus' toenails go for $17. When does the uh, auction end? Um, it's, that's a buy it now price. I didn't look at when the auction ends. <laughs> I'm guessing if you um, click buy it now, he would then interview you to see if you're uh, good enough to have Jesus' toenails. How long are these toenail clippings, by the way? I'm trying to find There's a picture of him right there. He sent you a picture. He sent it to you. I can't find it. In time, there's a picture right there. Oh, that's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. I saw the picture. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they look like old toenails. There's nothing special about them. Oh my god, this is disgusting. Why the hell? Ew! Yeah. <laughs> that, who clips their toenails like that? <laughs> god, Jesus was doing it all wrong. I guess they didn't have nail clippers back then. How oh, I see what he's looking at. He's, he, this is like a pendant or a pin. It's not the actual list. Did I click the wrong link? I think you did because it says it's like a, a, a petrified piece of wood. Oh, then, I'm, then the link must be dead now. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm assuming. Hey, quick question. How do you think they used to um, cut their nails back then? Probably the same way I do it myself. I stick my finger down there and start peeling them off. Or that works. biting them. I do, yeah. <laughs> it's the way most people take off their nails. Yeah. No. I use, Why I use toe I use, clippers? I use nail clippers. 
That takes effort and hurts sometimes. And that doesn't hurt? Just no, fucking doesn't. like a savage nope. ripping nope. your toenails off? Nope. If you keep picking no. at them long enough, it will come off and it won't What hurt. is this? Like a two-hour process of picking at your nails? And you just pick and you just pick the white part off. It's dead anyway. It's not like it's going to feel anything. What if you rip too far into you actually... You the, don't the, rip oh, that too far. It's just like what happens when you are cutting your nails and you cut too far. That rarely happens to me. That's I've never heard of this. You actually rip off your toenails. I mean, I like toenail clippers, but I can rip them off. Oh, I usually don't use toenail clippers just because I'm too lazy. <laughs> but mean, doesn't that take longer just picking at them? You kind of do it absentmindedly. Yeah, you just kind of do it. Talk yeah. about ew. Just use fucking toenail clippers. <laughs> so now we're disgu- more disgusting. Yeah, this is worse than Jesus' nails. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at least we're in good presence, right? <laughs> good company. I would, I would have never thought of just ripping them off. Like, you can't do that. You guys are lying. I, I can do. All right, we're gonna. Can, I'll to, show you after. No, it's okay. <laughs> I can show you how I do it. It's kind of like how you bite your fingernails. Yeah, I, that's what I do. I do bite my fingernails. You bite your toenails. Actually, someone who tries biting his toenails and was like, ew, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you yeah. bite your toenails? I don't. Oh, yeah, I neither, neither do I. That's, that's no, I don't do that. I think that's probably really hard unless you're like really flexible. I don't know. Yeah. I've never tried it. Don't, Far too don't try it. I'll probably hurt myself. Yeah, well, maybe you should get yourself to be that flexible. Just so it. you could bite your toenails? Yes. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's well worth it. It's not take worth a, it. Take a yoga class and then bite <laughs> your toenails. <laughs> Just be able to bite my tails, toenails all day? Yeah. Why are you in this class? Why <laughs> Let's stop talking I about I have a purpose in life and it's be able to fucking bite my toenails. <laughs> I can't talk about toenails anymore. Can we continue? Jesus' right. toenails are nasty as hell. All right, so I have... Um, there's another sem- uh, recurring segment that I come up with. I don't really have a specific catchy name for it, but I do have an article that we always bring up that's slightly weird and elicits some sort of discussion because we're notorious, well, at least Milky is notorious for ha- for going on just fucking uninterrupted, unadulterated fucking rants that he just cannot stop and he gets angry and... That's not all the time, though. A lot of the time you do. All right, whatever. Well, <laughs> Half the time. <laughs> so I have this one um, from the Huffington Post. Uh, what do they not post with with authors on it? Like, what the hell's going on here? Huffington Post is there's lots of guest writers. Oh, okay. Uh, that's probably it. All right. Well, um, should I go with the headline? No, nah, I won't go with the headline. All right. There's a girl in this school in Orlando, okay. um, called the Faith Christian Academy. She kind of has like the natural hair that's all poofy and kind of curly and nappy, and um, it's really long, so it puffs out pretty far, and um. Because of uh, because of that, she was teased by her classmates, and afterwards, um, after she told her mom about her being teased, uh, now the school was threatening her to either cut her hair or they're gonna expel her. What? Yeah. Well, well, I guess it depends. How how big is his hair? It's pretty big. Like the, pretty does big. it? I guess does it interrupt the classroom? I mean, Does she I, whip her hair back and forth? <laughs> I don't think anybody's hair will interrupt the classroom. Yeah, if you have be giant fucking hair, the person behind you can't see. Well, take a look. How am I yourself. gonna take notes if you have your fucking big old hair in front of me? It's not. It's, it's big, but it's not like fucking disgusting. Yeah, but if it's blocking my view. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you this link and then you can send it to Jeremiah as soon as I'm done. Cause it's not that big. <laughs> oh, actually, that's not that bad. Exactly, it's pretty well tamed. Yeah. 
Alright, let me send you the link so you can send the share to Jeremiah. Is that Doug? Yes. Okay. My hair is not that big. It's not. It's not at all. Listen, that's. So wait. I've seen much worse than that. Yeah, me too. Someone has dreads to their feet. What? Yeah. Almost if someone has like dreads to their feet. Oh yeah, well, that's... but th that's a lot of times they just um, get away with that because they say it's for religious purposes. Rastafari Isolasi. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, you know, she got teased for it, mm -hmm. and um, she told her mom about it. Her mom complained, and now the school is siding with the other kids. They're calling it a distraction, and they say either you cut your hair. Um, or you, we expel you. Do something about it because it's a distraction. Well, what kind of school is it? Because there, there's schools that have a certain dress code, dress code yeah. and things like that. I guess, I guess that's the only way they call it the Faith Christian Academy. So I'm sure it probably it has, has a dress. dress code, if you want to yeah. go to that school, then she might have to actually change her look. Just like when you join military schools, you have to shave your head. I mean, that's. That's yeah. most of the arguments in favor of it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not completely cool. It's a little bit, um, obviously, a little bit fascist, but it's just the way it is. If you want to go to that school, you kind of have to uh, Pretty much. fit in. I mean, I guess. What do you think, Jeremiah? I, I don't see. I, I still can't figure out why this hair is a problem. Well, to me, it's like it, it, if you want to keep the hair that the school doesn't want you to keep, just go to a different school, go to public school. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I think they want to keep her in school for the time being, and, you know, that's their problem could you, Yeah, yeah. Could, she could maybe straighten out her hair and just tie it down. She doesn't want to straighten out her hair, though. She likes her hair like that. Well, what are you going to do? Go to another school, then. What are you going to do, Jeremiah? Just, <laughs> I, I don't know. If I was that child, I would Riot. just, you know, cut it. Start riding. Bring a few cars. What? <laughs> what? Start riding. Burn a few cars. Call them all racist. <laughs> that would yeah, do they it, yeah. usually pull that, that out. It. It's because of this. But um, I, I really don't see an issue with this. Like, her hair is not that puffy. I've seen far puffier all the time. Her hair just looks like it just hasn't been combed. It's, it's yeah. Really... Well, to me, it would be if she like strains it and just ties it back, there'll be no problem. Why doesn't she just do that? Like there is like, codes to this school. She doesn't want to straighten it. That's the problem. She likes well, her she hair that Well, she then go way. to a different school. I guess so. I mean, it annoys the shit out of me. Just follow the rules, and that's it. I mean, it was. But do you think it warrants expulsion? If you don't fucking, uh, if you're not up to code, then yeah. Don't you think? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, okay, well, you, you're asking for our opinion. What's your opinion? What do you think she should do or would do? What would you do if you were in her situation? Oh, in my, in my situation, I'll tell her just go to a different school. But, I mean, my only assumption is that her mom thinks it's a great school and she wants to keep her in there. Mm -hmm. that's, the only, that's my only assumption. So she's going to fight it because it's a little bit um, drastic to be like, either you fit in or we expel you. Which is, a, I think, like I said, a little bit that drastic. Well, I don't know. She could maybe just change her hairstyle and that's it. Not even cut it. And on the weekend, she goes back to her fucking puffy hair. You can't just fucking permit and just let it go. I mean, what do you, what do you? You wet it. It's gonna dry. What are you talking about? 
if you wet your hair when you when you have it straightened, it goes back to your regular hair. But it, oh, that's what you meant. Wetting it doesn't permanently bring it back to the way it was. So once you permit it, it's official. It's officially damaged. Like for the rest of your life, it's either you keep um, it's either you keep perming it. Or okay, I don't know that much about hair. I don't so either, what do you but I have friends. <laughs> I have friends that tell me, that explain to me that once you perm it, it's, it's, like, it's like damaging your hair for life, it's pretty much. I mean, it looks nice, but you have to keep maintaining it. You have to keep perming it or else it's going to look like shit afterwards. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I only know my girlfriend's hair. Yeah. And she could straighten it out. And then when she takes a shower, it goes back to but being curly. But she doesn't perm it. She uses, like, a hot comb, doesn't she? A straightener. What the fuck's a hot comb? Which is, I'll straighten her. She okay. uses a machine to fucking iron her hair out, right? Yeah, why doesn't this girl do the same? That, okay, there you go. You got me there. I don't know. I I'm, not talking talking about, I'm not talking about no Snoop Dogg perm. Like, just straighten out her hair and go to school. Okay, I don't know. What do you want me to say? It's her, it's her fucking um, freedom of expression. She wants her hair to be that poofy. It's, and according well, to if you Well, if you want freedom of expression, go to a school that allows that. It, this is in Florida? <laughs> yes, it's Orlando. <laughs> Which makes no sense because that hair, to, to be honest and not to be racist, that hair looks like normal black person hair. Racist! And <laughs> there's a lot of black people in the South, yeah. and so that hair should be perfectly normal. I, I, to be honest, I think Orlando... Even is... Latino hair can be like that just fine. Yeah. To be honest, I think Orlando is primarily white. No, it is not. Yes, I think so. Oh. Uh, Orlando is the the most Puerto Rican part of Florida, so it'd be mostly white, yes. Um, I, I and Cubans. Cubans and Puerto Ricans tend to be white. Yeah, a lot of them. Well, Puerto Ricans are a little darker, but we're not talking about races here. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, I just know Puerto Ricans live in Orlando when they live in Florida. I think Puerto Ricans they live everywhere. <laughs> I live in New York. Yeah. Okay, so going back to this girl. Yeah, to me, it seems like that hair is, to me, that's not that big. It's not a problem. It wouldn't be a distraction. I've seen worse than that at yeah. school, but I went to public school. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, if this girl wants to keep that, just go to public school. There's a price you have to pay for everything. So, if that price is changing her hairstyle or cutting her hair, then go if you want to go to that school, go ahead. That's what you got to do. So if you if that was your child and you want her to stay in that school, you'll make her fucking fix her hair. I ask you, do you want to go to the school? If she says, yeah, then cut your fucking hair. Okay. Okay. Well, it's simple. Jeremiah? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> what if she grows a dandelion in her ear? You think they'll allow her to go to class with that? I mean, it is, dandelions I think are pretty. I think they'd study. I think they'd either do scientific experimentation on her or they'd lock her away. <laughs> uh, She's nice, got a gun. It'd <laughs> be a nice accessory. Yeah, dandelion coming yeah. out of the ear. I guess, you, you know, earrings will be obsolete at that point. You just have flowers. Yeah, dandelions are nasty. <laughs> What's that? Especially when they start seeding, and then you're like, and then, <laughs> yeah. you just walk by someone and just blow out the dandelion in their ear. It's fucked up. All right, let's forget about haircuts. Let's talk about this. Um, I have another one. Yeah. Uh, that's not so much. This is just one of those. Cut your ones. hair. What? What about just her? Cut hair? your hair. Okay. All right. Did we come to a conclusion? Is that it? Cut your hair? Yeah, just tell her. Do you have her number? No. Damn. Stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would work. Yes, stop making racist, Milky. I'm not even. Jeremiah's the only one that brought up races here. He's talking to you. No, but he, he's the one that started talking about <laughs> people's hair. 
letters. I'm like, he's telling you to stop being racist. Okay, I'll try, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, how dare you be racist? <laughs> All right, how about we just? As you know, racism is decided by white news media people like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That you know, I hate that thing when someone tells like a, I guess a black or like just a minority joke, and then all the white people are like quiet until a black person laughs. You ever been at like places like that? Personally, I've never seen that happen. I I actually went to um, see a comedian. It was um, God, I forget his name. His name, but uh, he he took he's a guy from Australia. He told a a Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries, and he told kind of like a black joke, and all the white people were really quiet until like one like black guys started laughing. Then the white people were like kind of chuckling. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've never. I've, I, this last week on Dads, there was a quote that I think sums this up pretty well. What's that? It says, uh, "Hey, let's leave what's racist up to the white media, okay?" Oh yeah, I remember Dads has actually been a pretty good show so far, from what I've seen. What do you think of it? I've enjoyed it, but I also like Seth MacFarlane's stupid humor. Oh well, to me, the best episode is when the guy went to get um. What is that? That that when you're a certain age, they got to check your prostate. prostate <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got a prostate exam, and the doctor dies with his fingers inside his rectum. It was a really funny episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't get him out because he didn't relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next? Uh, if it's my segment, I was going to end it. That's the problem. I'm going to end it, and uh, I'm going to bring up another interesting article that's not officially part of getting a load of this. So. Okay. Let me play the ending theme song. You just got a load of this. Don't you like our pre- our production? <laughs> I know exactly how this works. <laughs> Isn't it impressive? <laughs> All right. So when this article, I just thought it was it warranted some discussion. I it, I thought it was funny personally until someone brought up you know points about you know how it's a little mean. Anyway, this is from Huffington Post again. Um, do you guys know about this uh, producer named Ellen Gale? No. Apparently he did like Lost and a few other TV shows, but he's not the biggest name around, but he's like a TV producer basically. And um, he was on a plane going, I'm guessing, presumably back to New York or LA, one of the big cities. And uh, what's it called? There was this one lady named uh, Diane who was incredibly fucking pissy, uh, just bitching and bitching and bitching about because there was a delay uh, t- before the launch and she she was just like being incredibly obnoxious complaining about how she needs to get to her family she needs to get to her family now i have a connecting flight how does no one understand this they're screaming at her i mean she's screaming at everybody like the attendants like i'm sorry ma'am there's nothing we can do if one specific male flight attendant was like i understand ma'am i'm looking forward to seeing my family too she responded with this isn't about you Mm -hmm. you know she's (laughs) just being incredibly obnoxious just like bitching about how she needs to get to her family and everyone's all everyone's obviously miserable but she's the one that's making it so vocal and you've seen that before i'm sure around the world yeah <laughs> and this yeah. guy decided to take it upon himself to just just antagonize her, just to be a little funny so he decided to um to order like a glass of wine to give to her what so it, with a little note saying uh let me see let me, let me find the exact note it says um dear lady in 7a it has come to my attention that today is your thanksgiving <laughs> it must be hard to be with your family. Please accept this glass of wine. It is a gift from me to you. Hopefully, if you drink it, you won't be able to use your mouth to talk. Love, Ellen. <laughs> Alright, so Ellen's the one who's writing this note to her. Writing this note to this girl, this lady. And she is 
furious right now. She's like, she's, she can't believe this herself. And then, like, um, I think he wanted to give her, like, a little bottle of vodka that they give out in airplanes. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so he asked the flight attendant to do it. And flight attendant's like, I'm not, going to go, I'm not going to her again. You better do this yourself. So he, he grabs his little bottle of vodka. And while he's pretending to use the bathroom, he drops it in her tray. Mm-hmm. And she's furious at this point. She doesn't, she's, like, livid. She doesn't know what to say to him. And then, um, so finally, she decides to send him a note back. And so basically, they get into a note war. Mm-hmm. The, the note says, Dear Ellen, the wine wasn't funny. The vodka wasn't funny. You're an awful person with no compassion. I'm sorry for your family that they should have to deal with you. Love, Diane. Okay. And never does she realize that she was no. being annoying not a single, to begin not with? No, not at all. So okay. he decides to continue antagonizing her. Uh, first, he walks by just to fuck with her. Says, "I'll be back shortly." He took a picture of her, uh, her little sign, the little aisle sign, that tells you where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. And then he delivers a note: "Dear Diane, thank you for your lovely note. The person who lacks compassion is you. We all want to get home, particularly the nice men and women who fly your lazy ass around and serve your drinks. Next time you're in a bad mood, stay home. I hate you very much. Eat my dick." <laughs> Okay, Love that's Ellen. a little too much, I think. That's though. that's that's a bit excessive. Yeah, <laughs> you, you shouldn't have added that. But like, I, I think everything was fine uh-huh. until he just yeah. got. I don't know. It's just too much. I think. Eat my dick. Eat my dick. So she responds yeah, that, with, "That's excessive." <laughs> Did she eat it? Huh? <laughs> she <laughs> responds with, "This is inappropriate, beyond belief. I will be speaking to the authorities when we land." Okay. So, he um, wrote. His, his, his next response was Dear Diane, when you speak to the authorities Please make sure they arrest you for cannibalism Because you just ate my dick Okay, now he's just getting <laughs> He's just getting, it's funny, but he's getting out of hand He like, is, it, but it's funny like, I can't help it, it's funny Yeah, but he's just getting out of hand So they landed And um, there was no authorities around of And course. he waited for that one last note I think uh, he waited for her to give to her. So he waited for her out the gate, and when she finally came out, she marched right towards him and slapped him in the face. Unfortunately, that's when you know other flight attendants, I think it was a flight official or something, it's basically someone with power, mm-hmm. enough to, to that saw it and immediately just held, grabbed her and held her back. And um, she looked up at him. She goes, I'm not making my connecting flight, am I? She goes, he goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then the flight attendant is asking Ellen, do you want to press charge? He goes, no, I don't want it. It's fine. And he just consistently asked her, are you sure you, want, you don't want to press charge? He goes, no, I'm okay. But basically, he, um, it all went viral, and um, he's, he tried to, uh, to justify his actions by saying that no matter how shitty of mood you are, we've all been in customer service, basically. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't act like a jackass like she did. Yeah, that's true. But then again, you don't have to tell her to eat your dick. I know, but it was funny. <laughs> I can't yeah, the eat, eat dick part is the bit that goes way, way overboard. Yeah. Well, I, I think everything, like, that's fine. Trying to make her understand, you know, that everyone is in the same situation and not just, just I guess, think about herself. But why do you have to add the eat my dick? I See, I would love to get that note. That would be hilarious. Someone says, you know, that says, eat my dick. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but she probably didn't. She you know, America is really like, I guess, PC and things like that. And well, they, they wouldn't like things. Most people, at least. Here's what's going to put you in favor of this Diane lady. She was like in her 50s. So that's a little bit more inappropriate. Yeah. You be saying that's an older woman. But She's it's not funny. that old, dude. See, 50s not that old. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I stand by it being funny. I know it's inappropriate, mm-hmm. but it's funny. <laughs> so wait, this guy is—he was famous or something? He was a producer. He's not famous, but he's a producer. He's a TV producer. I don't know. Have you ever gotten in like a altercation with that? 
with like someone you know you never know and like well, traveling I do that anyway. <laughs> at customer service anything like that i know i've no worked experience. in customer service for a bit i've, I've never done anything like that I, I got into one argument only because he provoked me he was being a dick to me on purpose but that's it otherwise i don't really get in arguments with guests hmm. i've worked customer service but most arguments happen around the holidays when people have become assholes really hmm. how often like do you remember one particularly um bad altercation I think both, all of them were on Black Friday. Or, like, people day after Christmas when they would try to return their gifts. Like, there was a guy who tried returning a helicopter, like those, you know, stupid mechanical helicopters they sell. And the box smelled like piss. Ew. And he's like, hey, I, I can return it, right? All I did is pee on it. Like, you peed on the, on the box? <laughs> Why would you return this? Wait, yeah. And he kept on making us, and he kept on, like, handing it back and putting it in my hands. I'm like, I'm not touching this box. You need to keep this and he kept on like eventually he just chucked it at us and said you had to give me back my money and the manager gave him his money to get him out of the store but it was a helicopter with piss all over he it he actually admitted to pee on this he thing did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then demanded that we take it back because he peed on it but what what did, did, was there ever a reason as to why he peed on it you don't ask those questions <laughs> <laughs> i would because you don't, you don't want to know. you really don't want to know especially when you're that busy and that crowded just it's not worth it. Yeah. Worth wait, wait, wait. He said he pissed on it or? Yes. Oh, I, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's just completely inexcusable. I, I honestly thought that like maybe he had a child or a toddler that pissed on it, but he admitted. No, he's an old guy who peed on it. <laughs> wait, how old was he? In the 60s, 70s. Really? A wheelchair? You're not joking. No. <laughs> this is insane. He also is apparently a multimillionaire. He tells us all the time and how he actually owns all this stuff. And and I see him out on the streets panhandling. And... Does this guy live in Florida by any chance? No, he's here in Utah. Oh, okay. I thought we would, and it was another score for the Florida man. Yeah, right? No. Just peeing on an item you want to return. <laughs> that is <laughs> a story. That's should, a great story. I should, should try that. It. I should try to pee on something and try to return it. <laughs> You should share. Yeah, good luck. You should you should try it, but don't come you know anywhere near me. I don't work in retail anymore. But yeah, no. <laughs> Stay away. Oh, I don't. Um, wait. Uh, what I did have a pop in those. Oh, no shit. Like the most recent thing that happened last night that everyone can't seem to stop talking about. Of course. But first, let me play the theme song. The pop in loads. That's it? That, I thought there was more to it. No, that was it. It was always that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pop and loads is when we grab a piece of pop culture um, news and we try to dissect it, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, every, the world's mourning right now, and I'm just like, you didn't care about him beforehand? And oh, I'm, Paul Walker? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that not happened like, on Saturday. Right? Yeah, that happened Saturday at like 3 p.m. Why are they talking about but, it now? Oh. Well, because... Now they're trying to figure out what the heck is going to happen with Fast and Furious 7. Yeah. You know, the franchise has been getting better with every movie and bigger. You know, what's happening with 7? What's happening with his family? Did he... F- you know, the studio talked about delaying it. And, you know, he was doing... He's done lots of charity. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons of charity. He's yeah. one of the few actors that does it all the time and actually, you know, shows up. Yeah. I think know, he, charity was, events. he was actually leaving a charity event when he crashed. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. So it's... um, Wait, did they finish filming 7? No, uh, they actually, they're about 70% done. They were going to film in Abu Dhabi um, in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the studio put it on hold right now. It's supposed to come out in July. The studio's putting it on hold because they, you know, first of all, they need to figure out, A, 
how that can continue and be how to do it respectfully because you know you kill him on screen but it'd have to be like a car crash which would not be appropriate yeah kill him off screen but that's not appropriate because he's a main character mm-hmm. send him off in the sunset and ride him out they have to figure out how to do that and I imagine it'll probably be the last of the series. Yeah, it's going to be hard unless they do what they did with Heath Ledger in the Imaginarium with Dr. Parnassus and just have different cool. actors play him. Yeah, that was cool. But that yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't work yeah, for this type of Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to sound like an asshole, but to be honest, like, I... I, I, an asshole, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. I mean, it's tragic. I like tragic. that song. That you play every time you call me. <laughs> I mean, it's tragic, of course, for his family and friends, and it's always horrible to know that someone has passed. But to be honest, like, no one... I've never I never heard a single thing about Paul Walker, which is a good thing. Yeah, but this is the thing. Is it's thing. like, people... These movies are big. People love these Fast and Furious movies, and that's what he's known for. So people... And they're getting bigger every exactly. one. Like, the, when the fifth one is considered the best in the series... Yeah. You, you have a growing series. So and, and people go out there to see him, and people actually like him just because they don't turn around every day and tell you, Hey, Adam, I like Paul Walker. <laughs> Doesn't mean that they don't like Paul Walker, dude. I'd be and afraid then, of that conversation, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I like Paul Walker! <laughs> and then the, the other fact is, like... He's one of the few Hollywood celebrities, which is, you know, he's actually going out there doing service and doing good yeah. things because he's a good person, not just for publicity. Exactly. Yeah, because uh, like he now does they... it without, he doesn't do it like for fame and glory. He doesn't go out there and say, I'm doing this. A lot of people did not know of all the charity he does, but he does it exactly. all the time. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Either. That's the thing. I, I found out all the charities that he had, he had done after he passed. And it's like when he was alive, like none of these things would usually go public or anything yeah, like exactly. that, you know? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I honestly, it, it doesn't quite bother me as much because people are literally fucking mourning it. Well, it's like, let's say, what's an actor you love to see and he's in a franchise that you always come back to watch? No, I mean, that's not the point. Like, I get it. And I, I, trust me, I understand. And some of the mourning, I think, is because this franchise is getting better and better and they already announced 7, 8, and 9, how they're working to do all of it and they brought in all these extra actors and now the franchise is basically going to die. Yeah. I mean... Like you, you say it's a growing franchise when the fifth one is the best one. I, I to me that just means it seemed like the franchise was dying prior. That means that the franchise sucks. Up well, until it took them five tries to get no, it right. Every no, movie each, dies. each film is growing. Each film is growing in gross. The fifth one made like six hundred million dollars, and the seventh one made a seven hundred fifty million dollars. Like each one is growing in its box office. Yeah. So like. That doesn't. Each like you know a franchise is dying when like in part three they put like Lil Bow Wow, that's like your franchise killer. So then they had to do something to bring it back. When has he been put in the franchise? That's right. Why would they? Because he kills no, everything. Like Mike, wasn't he in Like Mike? Yeah. But that was that was that wasn't a franchise. That was, was supposed to be a trilogy. He made a sequel and he was in the sequel and it died. He was in the sequel. Yeah, didn't they make a second Like Mike? Yeah, but I don't remember him Did being they? in it. They made a sequel. They did. They made a sequel, but I don't know if he was in it. Well, he already killed in the first one. The first one sucked, but that's not the point. Like, (laughs) well, whatever. You brought up Bawa. I thought you were fascinated (laughs) with him or something. I mean, that's. So I, I don't know. I, I do understand why people are are upset about this. For example, if Jackie Chan dies, I'm not gonna leave my room for a few days. I'm being serious. Like I grew up watching Jackie Chan. So there's there's certain things like like and the first um, Fast and Furious movie came out in what like 2002. Somewhere around there. Mm, Tokyo Drift for 2006. Yeah, probably 2000. 
2000, I think, would be. Yeah, so it's over 10 years. So people have been watching him in things for over 10 years. So just because you or your immediate friends didn't... No, not like, my immediate friends. My, my brother hasn't stopped talking about it. Well, just because this, like, doesn't mean, like, for example, I, I've always been a huge fan of the Jackass movies. And when Ryan Dunn passed away, like, it, it actually, like, you know, it, it kind of hurt. Like, not to the point where I would cry or anything like that, but it's like... It's that kind of thing. Were you upset when Ryan Dunn died? Yeah, of course. Then why are you wouldn't? But I didn't talk about it for fucking days on end. Well, people do that. That's why people are on Facebook, I mean, dude. Like, you know. I I I I don't get it personally. I mean, it's just like it's, it's some of us. Uh, what else is there to talk about? We rather have to talk about Black Friday. <laughs> you rather have us talk about politics. Yeah. Healthcare.gov. You can talk to your parents and they'll probably be like, healthcare.gov, Obama, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, Obama, yay, yay, yay. You know, depending on who you're talking to, yeah. they can talk politics. But I think I'd rather talk about Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. My dad just told me. And the fact that he blew up in a car, you know, a fiery car accident is ironic. Yeah. That, that is ironic, but... That's just <laughs> the thing The thing I did so see funny. on Facebook that did kind of, uh, I didn't understand, is that people were getting upset saying, you know, how about rest in peace to the, I forget his name, the person that died with him in the car crash. That's true. And I'm like, wait, but why would anyone care like about someone they never even knew existed? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, it, people are getting mad because other people are not wishing him to rest in peace or not talking about him. And I'm like, are people getting mad really? Why? Yeah. Why would you talk about someone who you didn't know about till he died? You know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty apathetic to the situation. Like I said, it's tragic when any, when we lose anybody. And, of course, I never had any significant connection to Paul Walker. But, like, I just find it strange that, like, um, that people are just suddenly blowing up over him when prior to that no one really quite said anything about him. It it's happens. Like whole, it happens with everything. It's like a martyr situation. That's what bugs me about it. Like, it's, like whenever someone dies, suddenly they're just back in the limelight. Every, that's all everyone cares about. When prior to that, when they're living, no one really gives a shit. And that, that, that bugs well, me. Well, some of it's also because no one really expect. He's 40, so, like, no one's expecting him to, yeah. you know, keel over right now. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's yeah, 40. It was pretty unexpected. Really it, it, it was the same thing when Michael Jackson died. Like, yeah, no, prior to no. him dying, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he touches, he molested yeah, kids, all of this, and then he died, and it's like the world is crashing all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah, no. I, so, I, I got that. Like, that bugs me, too. Trust me. I'm not, like, saying, I'm not saying that I supported that because I was a Michael Jackson fan. I loved him, and I, I still support the fact that, you know, he was innocent. He didn't do anything to those kids, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's not get into Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I know what the tune is. It's from Free Willy. Huh? It's from Free Willy. Free Willy? It's the Michael Jackson song in Free Willy. Uh, Childhood? That was Free Willy 2. I will be there. There you go. That was free. Childhood's free Willy too, right? I think so. Your fucking song he picked. <laughs> it's the song I remember from my childhood. Uh, all right. <laughs> I watched Free Willy. That was when he was between. He was still changing his color, but his face. I always wondered like how that happened. I still don't Skin understand. Bleak. I know he had vitiligo, and I know that he was changing color because of it. <laughs> Wait, I just. What? I just thought of a memory uh, from childhood. What? 
I guess I remember when I was a kid, I, I realized that he had changed colors. And I forget who I asked. I think it was one of my uncles. And he told me that he bathed in milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he just didn't know the the actual reason. And he just gave me some <laughs> bullshit thing. So he said that Michael Jackson showers in milk. And that changed his color. I don't. It just came to me right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I know he had vitiligo. I'm not sure what quite happened that made him completely white. My mom likes to claim that he went through surgery to change his skin color. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> so you, can, you can't do that. You can you can bleach it. I know, I know you can. Ble- I mean, like that much. But my mom claims like she's 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 weird. My mom still thinks Michael Jackson's alive. So she's in denial just like a few months ago she just spent like hours on youtube looking at conspiracy theory videos about how how michael jackson's body at the funeral was a mannequin and he's hiding out somewhere what yeah your mom is very interesting we should have her on one day <laughs> it's so hard to get it's, I don't know if this is a problem with your co-host my Jeremiah but it's so hard to get you to laugh like I feel like I've just been trying to get you to laugh this entire fucking hour and I got nothing from you I don't laugh I, I don't laugh I smile but like, I, I don't I don't openly laugh oh, man <laughs> I was like I'm dying here I'm trying so Good hard luck. it's just not working is this a problem Good that luck. your co-host runs into a lot my co-host yeah he's made me laugh a few times but uh, I, I don't laugh I smile. I enjoy life, but I, I don't laugh. I'm getting frustrated. Good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to laugh one of these days. Yeah, she sent him a picture of your dick. Me? <laughs> Make him laugh. No. I'm gonna try to get you to laugh one of these days. I'm not, now I'm just. Yeah, if you send me that, I'll just post it online. And be like, <laughs> Look. Anything and everything we talk about, you can find at dropping dot com. Also find us on uh, Twitter at dropping PC. And please check out our um, YouTube page at youtube.com slash P, dropping loads in the letter P, uh, where we have a few, you know, movie reviews, DVD reviews, and sketches that we occasionally do. Um, so you're dropping loads of P? It's dropping loads P. Because uh, dropping could, loads was taken on YouTube. Yeah, dropping loads was taken. We couldn't put productions or podcasts or whatever. We just, we just went with P. We just put dropping loads P the for dropping loads production. You should check out the YouTube, by the way, Jeremiah. Um, um, you can check us out on Facebook. Uh, you can search Dropping Loads uh, Productions or just to open Facebook.com slash Dropping Loads Podcast. Um, we are also on this cool internet radio station called Radio Fubar, Radio F-U-B-A-R dot com, uh, where, where they play our podcast live on Mondays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Jeremiah, do they play your, your podcast live on there? On Radio Fubar and stuff. Yeah. Mine's on Radio Fubar on Sundays at one thirty Central. Um, and of course, we're also on Stitcher and iTunes and Podbean. And I actually even have some stuff on YouTube. Can think of it? Oh, you do? Yeah. What's the YouTube page? Um, well, the original YouTube account I got locked out of. The, my, I had a angry staffer who used to run it, and then he left and took the password with it. Oh, wow. But if you find, if you just search Bombay Radio, you'll find some of our stuff on YouTube. Right. Not very much, but you'll find some. And also, you can find um, Bombad Radio and our podcast at the 76 Street Network.com. Or uh, Facebook.com, 76 Street Network. Exactly. Um, and lastly, we have a couple sponsors we always like to pimp on our show. His name, One of them is Lance Mannion, L-A-N-C-E-M-A-N-I-O-N.com. He's just a cool author. Last time he was on our podcast, he um, he promoted this really cool ho- holiday called National Have Sex with an Ugly Person Day. And uh, he just re- recently released a new book called The Trembling Fist that you can find it at. Uh, his website, LanceManion.com. And also, don't al- always 
don't forget to check out uh, my friend Jackie's uh, non potential nonprofit organization called Operation Helping Hands, where you can find her information at facebook.com slash Helping Hands Project Miami. There she tries to um, play music to raise money and help out the poor population in Wynwood, where monthly she goes out there and has some food, hygiene products, clothes. The last one we last one was last Saturday, which was great. And until we got rained out. Until we got rained out. And like if you can, when it, whatever you can provide uh, there's food, uh, clothes, uh, money, whatever you can will always be greatly appreciated. And, you know, let's see if you can help them out with uh, their next um, outreach event, which is uh, the 21st of December. Make I guess try to see if we can make these people's Christmas just a little bit more brighter. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess you want to pimp anything, Jeremiah? Um, no, if you, if you want to hear uh, my show, yeah, as we said, it's on bombadradio.com. Um, check us out. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments and hear what you think. But, yeah, go support the network and uh, support dropping loads. Yep. So, till next time. I love dropping loads. Doo -doo -doo. All right, let me hit stop. What, was, that a, was that a chuckle? <sighs> Fuck. I thought it was a sigh. It, it, it was a little chuckle, I think. I think I got a chuckle. Was that a chuckle? No, but he mind? chuckled at his own line. He said he loves dropping loads. Damn he it. chuckled at it. <laughs> from Jesus clipped from Jesus's <laughs> fucking divine feet scared the bajabbers out of me god Jesus was doing it all wrong that takes effort and hurts sometimes did she eat it this is Josh Kokoris from Book of Josh it's Rick Owen from Radio Freed Rick hi I'm Milky Way pouch you dang and we're dropping loads I'm Dennis DeAnton and I'm Mario Loya from the Burn Down Hollywood and you're listening to the 76th Street Network. Hey guys, this is Brad. This is Corey. And I'm Jared. We're from Return of the Living Podcast, and you're listening to the 76th Street Network. 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 Yeah. Hey, do you like dudes and horror movies? Then you're gonna love us. We've got hairy men and not so hairy men. What the hell? No, you got Return of the Living Podcast. Now part of the 76th Street Network. Find them on iTunes.com and Stitcher.com by searching 76th Street Network. Don't have Stitcher? Download the Stitcher app from the Apple Store or Android Market. Also, find them on Facebook.com as well as on Twitter at 245T Studios.